my future nieces, nephews, children, and grandchildren. I hope my holograms okay right now. You're enjoying watching me in this the year 2800. I don't know. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos. My I'm wow. I brain farted so hard. Uh, enjoy. Whoo! This is about to be that episode, eh? Enjoy. I'm gonna stop talking. Let's get into this. Gangsters, what good is having a kingdom and a palace and an external world that's glowing, alive, vibrant, if you don't have an inner world full of the same? Because it just doesn't work that way. I've had clients with mental illnesses, clients who were kids and their, their parents made a lot of money, like almost a million a year, and yet they still have struggles and battles. Everything stems from within. Because you'd think if this applied, oh, you you must have great life because your external this and that is there, and you make a lot of money. But they they're miserable and they're mad and they're angry and they're judgmental and they're this and that. And it's because deep down inside they're not well, and so it doesn't matter about their external state. That doesn't it doesn't go the other way around. Your external state does not change your internal state. Now philosophically it does. You could argue it's chicken or the egg. Does your outer world change your inner world? Or does your inner inner world change your outer world? That's philosophical. But aside from philosophy, I think I personally think it's going to start from inside. Uh, for at least when it comes to your what what you can control, not what's out of your control. So stop wishing for the lottery or or the life that you want. Start doing, start acting, make a plan and act and then accept, don't expect. Start creating a new state of being. Okay, literally a new state of being cuz that'll change your personality and that starts from deep inside. The world literally will have to bend to your feelings. Or else it shows that you're still holding on to an old state. Because we're just vibrations. Our atoms are going up, down, vibrating. We we latch on to things that vibrate the same as us. That is just how it works. That's why culture exists in countries. That's why tribalism exists. We survived as tribes because our energies matched one another. Does that make sense? Otherwise, we wouldn't survive. If our energies didn't match, we, <coughs> we need to go deeper, folks, than just... I'm a human being, but no, 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 literally look at yourself as a cellular being, okay? Your atoms just want to match with other atoms that move the same way. I can't say this enough. I, can't, I literally want to scream this off the roof. And because they just, atoms just want to match with other atoms because of the world, this is where it gets philosophical is because that's how creation exists. Whatever wanted to be nothing had to create the physical. To create the physical, you had to create things that wanted to keep living, okay? The nothingness had to create a physical world where atoms wanted to find other atoms to create cells to split to etc 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 until you have species until you have worlds and people are building making more money trying to survive all stemming from the lizard brain anyways getting back on track your world will bend to your thoughts and energy because we're tribal it's not just that us as humans want other humans it's us as our cells want other cells that vibrate the exact same way therefore it will bend to the vibration. If you're still holding on to an old state of being, your vibration is still not matching that of what you would like. Simple as that. Change your vibration, things come in. <clears throat> and, and this is where I'm not saying you can just flick a switch, otherwise we'd all go win the lottery tomorrow. I'm saying what I'm saying. 
there's unconscious shit that you can't control. This is why philosophically, I, with free will theory, I don't believe, I don't think there is free will. But that's that's why it gets philosophical, is because yes, we can control our energy to an extent, but at the same time, what about our unconscious DNA and our baggage? That changes the way our cells jump around and vibrate, and, and so we're going to attract things unconsciously. And that's it. You just have to accept that, and then you're at peace. So, before I go again too far off track, the ego is always going to try to put you in lack, and that is why you hold on to an old state of being, because that old you is alive, very alive, and that's why we identify with old us. So we feel alive. We want to identify with being alive. People who are dead don't have an identity. They don't say, "Hey, I'm dead." No, they're just nothing now. They're their souls moved on out of the, this four-dimensional reality. And we want to cr- continue being in this four-dimensional reality so that nothingness can exist, so that yin-yang theory can go, that the laws of the universe can be what it is. Again, we'll never know why the laws were created in the first place, but just that's how a law is a law. It has to happen so that we our physicality ha- happens, so that we exist. We need the, the nothingness. That law has to happen. It has to. And that is why we have an identity to make sure we stay alive so that the laws can continue on. Who's doing that or what is or we can't even say who or what. It's beyond our comprehension, our construction. So the, the, the essence, just we'll never know why. That was very deep, by the way. <clears throat> I, hope you, I hope you enjoyed that little spiel. Let's move right on. There was a sign that was saying, be with someone who makes you happy. However, someone... However, however, the sign, I'll say it one more time because you're going to forget. Be with someone who makes you happy, okay? But then it was scratched out. The word someone was scratched out with, um, with, uh, with, um, oh no, they didn't scratch out someone. They scratched out the word with. So it was be someone who makes you happy. That's it. Not be with someone that makes you happy. Be someone that makes you happy. And now this is really interesting. Okay. I, I came to this realization in Europe. This, And I told you guys this a long time ago, but I'll say it again. When I left Europe, I realized truly I was my own best friend. I theoretically thought I was my own best friend. But because of Mary's room, I opened the door, saw color, and understood, yes, now I feel it. Theoretically, I'd said, oh... I could be my own best friend because I'm good at meditation. I am at peace all the time. But I had friends, family, and coworkers here that I saw all the time. So I was never actually having to take care of myself and talk to myself all the time. I could talk to other people. In Europe, it was 16 days of talking to myself. That's when I left and realized, yep, my theories were true. I can be my best friend because I put it into practice. I was someone who makes me happy. I I didn't have to be with someone that made me happy. And this is the bigger realization I came out of there. Because I was my own best friend. Because I was able to meditate for 16 days on my own and enjoy my own company in my own head. I realized I don't need a partner. I don't need children. I actually don't need anything. Everything I already have is what I need because I'm here standing here alive. Everything else for this reason is a cherry on top. Everything else is a blessing. It was so liberating when I realized this. I don't need anything else. This life is perfect right now. Everything's perfect. There's no lack. The ego can keep putting me in the lack. I'm just going to observe it. 
and realize that that thought of the ego putting me in lack is all I need as well. And I'm content with that. That is all I need to be at peace. Everything brings me to peace. Good, the bad, the nothing, the peace. The peace brings me to peace. The construction, the label, the definition, the belief, the form of peace itself when it leaves my lips and is no longer actually peace but just a signpost, a, a, a signpost with a photo of a park on it. That's a signpost. This, the, the photo of the park on the signpost is not the park. It is just an expression, a form, a belief, a definition of the park. You're not actually experiencing the park. You're just getting that echo chamber, that projection of the park through something else. To experience the park, you have to be in the park. So going back, uh, going back, what was I saying there? I, one sec. Ah, what the peace I have already is a signpost for peace. So I can observe that signpost, and then that observance is where I do find the peace. So it's a it's a paradox because the more I explain it, the more I go deep into the con- the construction form belief definition of everything so yeah anyways i'm not even going to start on how we can't truly know what you're feeling you don't know what i'm feeling we can only know how we're feeling that's why getting to enlightenment or peace or all of this is a journey to solitude it's lonely now i actually don't find it lonely i yes i can be alone but it's not lonely again it's everything i've ever needed Uh, i don't need company I, it's all a cherry on top and a blessing. I can enjoy the company, but then I have to immediately observe that feeling that this meat suit's having because I was programmed to enjoy company. But the ego is going to put me in lack and say, when you don't have company, life is bad. And again, this is just because we have a will to live. We want to survive. And you have to observe that programming. That's it. Observe the program in your brain wanting to survive. That's all. You're going to be okay. There was a time where we really didn't know if we'd survive. There's a lot of threat all the time. And we still have that mindset. But the world's been shaped differently. We let these emotions control us, but the world looks completely different. And look at now we have war. (laughs) So there's always been clashing. That's just how humans survive. It's the indomitable human spirit. And and so now I'm living this beautiful life that because before I already was it was beautiful, obviously. I just it it is I've gotten to another level, I feel, of this philosophy, this deep, deep, deep presence. It's so liberating. Like, there's no void. I, I was falling victim to having a void before. There's ah, nothing. Who cares? Like, who cares? Everything's okay. It's going to be great. Because of that deep internal state I have. That, so last thing I'll say is, is because I really do want to talk about this trip to Europe and how, like, this whole concept of be someone who makes you happy, not with someone that makes you happy. When you're someone that makes you happy, you can share yourself with others. And no different than I believe one of my, my big morals in life, compassion, kindness, and love. I want to project that onto people. I want to spread that. When you not want to be with someone that makes you happy and you love, but you want to be somebody that makes you happy and you love, then you can project that on others. That's where... So it's like to be that way and want to share that with people that's it it's not that you need someone to make you feel that way so you just want to share that with people again filling on empty buckets but anyways i'll digress because i could talk about that forever there's a quote here first you become love and then you give it and that's how that is how love is created so again this reminds me how everything's internal 
Yes, you get philosophical and think, does the outer world create our inner world and then it echo chambers back and forth? Or does the inner world create the outer world? It's a chicken or the egg scenario. However, I, personally, I think for the most part, like what's in our control is internal. There's a lot externally out of our control. And then you could argue that it creates subconscious programming or unconscious programming out of our control internally. There's so much in our control internally. Becoming love is literally, you know, vibrating at a frequency. If you think about it, our atoms are always moving, always moving. And, and if you're there moving at a certain rate that matches with other people and those people's, when their atoms are moving at a certain rate, they call that love. We agree to this word, right? It's an agreement. Then to create and give love is someone vibrating at the same frequency as you. And so I, that's why I do agree that when you feel love or you become it, then you can give it that it's actually created at that internal level and you vibrate differently moving on the first step in getting somewhere is deciding not to stay where you are i don't know if you needed to hear that if you knew, you know someone in your life that needed to hear that let that resonate if you're trapped by fear start by naming the fear recognizing the fear and then facing it carl Jung, the goat he says He's, he was one of the first to say, you can never change until you accept. Like if you see a house on fire and you want to put out that fire, if you don't accept there's a fire, you'll never put the fire out. You have to first accept, oh, that house is on fire. Now I can put it out versus no, nope, nothing's on fire. Everything's okay. No, we have to first accept, then you change. It doesn't work any, any other way. With that being said, I'm going to head out. We're at 13 minutes. Thanks so much for tuning in. Spread the love, folks. Sleep a lot. Meditate a lot. Add fruits, veggies, fiber, protein. Gang, spread the love. Be disciplined. Sacrifice. I love you all. Take care. Bye.